How many of you are set for God tonight? How many can sense the presence of God here already? Amen. God is going to do something new in our lives that for the rest of our lives we will be pointing to this night. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Well, I have the privilege to welcome God's servant to the altar to minister to us. Amen. Praise the Lord. He was here with us last year during the 30th anniversary and God said that we should reach out to him again before this year of prayer is over to join us in enforcing the reality of answered prayers. Praise the Lord. The only thing that they do to prayer is to pray it. <laughs> and the only thing God will do for us tonight is to answer. Amen. Amen. God will answer you. Amen. God will answer our cry. Amen. In the name of Jesus. So I'd like us to open our hearts. Whatever God has said, God's hand is able to fulfill. And whatever God's mouth will say today, his hand shall fulfill it speedily in your life. In the name of Jesus. Let's be on our feet as we welcome Pastor Sam Olotu to the altar. Are you clapping for Jesus? Hallelujah. 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 God bless you. You can sit down. I really want to thank God for the privilege of coming back here in a very short time. A year, I think slightly over a year ago. Praise the Lord. If somebody told me I would be back so quickly, I would say that's not possible. I think uh, Pastor Shehu and the prayer team must have prayed very, very well. Praise the Lord. I want to appreciate Pastor Abraham especially. I know he's not, I can see him now. I was worried when he was not sitting here. I think we need to give the Lord a big, big hand for Pastor Abraham. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's a man that God is using our midst to keep the fire burning. I really admire his, his character, his integrity, his calmness. You know, he's a man, he's a man that God is really using. And I want to also appreciate the council members that are giving him support. I can tell you to, to pastor a church is not a, an easy job. If you think it's an easy job, just look in your house, you and your wife and the children. <coughs> Only maybe two, three of you and you see how difficult it is. I'm not saying you are bad people, <laughs> but to pastor a church is not a big, it's not a small job, it's a big, big job. Let's appreciate Pastor Abraham and the council again. <clears throat> Hallelujah. And um, I will leave the remaining protocol for tomorrow because we have a serious job to do tonight. And I hope you are ready. I hope you are ready. 
Tell your neighbor, I hope you are ready. So I want us to rise on our feet. I hope all want us to rise on our feet. We're going to sing a song. We all know it. If you don't know it, the technical people will, 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 will put it on the screen. We know the whole oh Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder. Quiet, don't worry. Just sit. Only the keyboard I need. Don't worry. Technically, can you help us? Because I don't want anybody to miss out in that. Oh Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all that thy hands has made. Oh Lord, my God, when I
Hallelujah. Father, you are great. There is none compared to you. We worship you. We give you praise. We give you praise. There is none like you. You are bigger than the biggest. You are higher than any mountain. You are higher than any situation or circumstance. We give you praise. There is none like you. We can search from now till eternity. We, can, we cannot find anyone like you. Lord, unto you we gather tonight. Do the miraculous. Blessed be your holy name. There is somebody here. You know you have reached a dead end. Listen to me, listen to me. You know you have gone to so many places. This is your last bus stop. But God said I should tell you, a new page is being turned for you. Yeah. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. God bless you. You can sit down. Please, the atmosphere is charged. Don't mind whatsoever I do, but do what you need to do. I repeat, don't mind whatsoever I do, but you do what you need to do. Um, the ministration tonight is going to be in three parts. And I'm going to run very fast. It's going to be in three parts. There's a first part. There is the middle part that is really your own business. And there is the last part. And we leave that as far as God wants to do the last part. We leave it to God. Turn your Bibles with me to Ecclesiastes chapter 10. The book of Ecclesiastes chapter 10. Verses 5 to 7. That's what we're going to look at in the first part. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verses 5 to 7. Please, I want to be sure everybody is there. If you are not there, can you say, wait for me? This, is, this first part is very, very important. So we are all there. I say yes. I read, there is an evil which I have seen under the sun. An error which proceeded from the ruler. Six, folly is set in great dignity and rich sit in low place. Verse seven, I have seen servants upon horses and princes walking as servants upon the earth. That will not be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. I say that will not be your report in the mighty name of Jesus. Definitely, you will agree with me that under normal circumstance, a servant is not supposed to be on a horse. Under normal circumstance, it is the royal person that is supposed to be on a horse and the servant walking and holding the horse. 
If you don't know, you'd know the story of Mordecai, Haman, and Esther. Is that not so? Uh -huh, so you know. A king is supposed to be on a horse. But whatsoever gets a servant on a horse, we will find out very soon. But how does it relate to you and I? First Peter chapter 2, verse 9. First Peter chapter 2, verse 9 says, Ye are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a chosen. That means you are VIP. Ye are a chosen generation. Look at the quality he's talking. I don't know. He's talking about me. I don't know about you. He says, you are chosen. You are special. Not only special, you are royal. You may not be a king in India or in Nigeria or in uh, Sri Lanka or in Oman. But as far as God is concerned, you are royal. In fact, Revelation says it said, God has made us priest and king to himself. Not in heaven, where? Here on earth. But when you look at this, all these scriptures, you don't see any royalty in us. I don't know about you. But let's look at servants. Maybe it will be clear to us. Who are the servants that are riding on a horse when we are supposed to be riding? The servants are sin. Many of us struggle with sin. Today you are up, tomorrow you are down. You struggle. You struggle if you are sincere to yourself. Some of us still get drunk. Some of us, you can't control some of the habits. Those are servants that are riding and you are trekking. Some of us live in fear, torment, fear. Some of us cannot even sleep without sleeping drug, sleeplessness. Yet the Bible says he giveth his beloved sleep. Yet sleeplessness is riding and you are wasting long nights, long nights, lack. Lack. You never have enough. You can hardly have enough. It's riding. In fact, some people have borrowed. They have even borrowed next year already. Believe me honestly. Yet the Bible says that you shall learn to nations. I don't know about you. Some of these promises in the Bible are clear, but we are not seeing it. In Genesis chapter 1, Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 to 28, God made a decree. God said, let us make man in our own image. God is the king of kings. So he made you in the image of a king and his likeness. And he said, have dominion. Dominion means be in charge. If I ask many of us, how many things are you in charge of? You are not in charge of anything. That's why we have fear. Every time. 
Our Christian life is not, is not according to how God wants it. Yet, Jesus Christ in Luke 19, Luke 19 verse 13, and Luke 10, 19, Luke 10, 19, those two verses confirm what Jesus wants us to do. He said, occupy till I come. Occupy means be in charge. In your office, many people are terrorizing you. Some people even hate you. They are so audacious to hate you. When you are supposed to be the favorite in the place, they hate you. <laughs> Brethren, I always tell people, if anybody hates me in the office, that person has already signed his own death warrant. I don't know about you. I don't need to do anything. He's already, the person has signed a death warrant. I'll quickly share a testimony with you. It's not that it doesn't happen, it happens. They ganged up. I got to a place. You know, many of you, you know that I used to work with Shell before I came to PDO. So they ganged up. <laughs> the three people that did the ganging up, <laughs> the first one, his wife became mad for three months. I mean madness. If he leaves the house for one hour, the wife will run out naked. The second man got transferred. And where he got, got transferred, he spent one year there, they sacked him. The third lady got transferred to this place many years ago. And they sacked her from here and backloaded her back. I am absolutely sure of what I'm talking about. So if you are not in charge tonight, whatsoever is not making you in charge, you have to deal with it. The Bible is true. Deuteronomy 28, 13. Deuteronomy 28, 13. We all quote it. He said, I shall be heard and not say. <laughs> I laugh. You, are you sure? You are head. And not tail. You know what it means to be tail. Somebody comes today, push you here, you go. Another person comes today, push, give you an elbow. The other one gives you head boots. Eh? And yet they say, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. Where? Unless you are telling me the Bible is not true. Unless you want to tell me the Bible is not true. But if we all agree that the Bible is true, then somebody is lying. And definitely it's not the Bible. So the question is, whatsoever is not making you to have dominion, whatsoever is not making you to have that mandate that God gave in that Genesis chapter 1, must first we have to set to it tonight. Before we go into any other, that's the first part. I don't want to just come and blab. I have the assurance, total assurance, that God will visit as many are ready tonight. Amen. So, the first reason why we don't have dominion, I'm talking to Christians. If you are not a Christian, you better listen also. The number one reason is ignorance. Some of you, 
the, you know these promises, but you are ignorant. You think those promises are meant for the people that lived long time ago. You, don't, you are ignorant that they are also for you. The word of God is for every situation. Believers, some of us don't, we are ignorant of our position. That's why some people can give you shoulder, some people can give you head boots, some people can do anything to you, and you go home and suck. <laughs> you don't know your rights. You don't even understand your right standing in Jesus. If, if Jesus had said, all power in heaven and on earth has been given to me. He said, behold, I give unto you. Who? Who is he talking about? Are you sure? He said, behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and upon scorpions. I ask you, if a lunatic happened in your house tonight, I'm sure some, some people will not sleep in their house. Some people will not sleep in their house. I'll share a testimony with you. Some of you might understand. There was, when I got here nearly, there was a, a lady that was having demonic oppression. Pastor Gumbanwo just called me. I didn't even say anything. The demon mentioned my name. And I said, you demon, keep quiet. Until we finished asking the husband what happened. The demon kept quiet because I, I, I know my rights. There was another lady tormenting the husband. Pastor Umao called me again. The lady was doing all kinds of, you know, and I said, Pastor, you know Pastor Gumbawe is a gentleman. It's not like me. I said, Pastor, you are too gentle with this demon. Let me show the demon that inside of me is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Pastor just got out of the way. I said, you, let the fire of Holy Ghost fall upon you. She just jumped up and rolled, scattered all the chairs. After 10 minutes, I say, Holy Spirit, release the fire. She just got up and ran out of this compound. Demon must run for you. Not you running away from demon. So that ignorance must stop. John 8, 32 is clear. He said, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set free. Time, time, we, time is not on my side. You know, some people believe that sickness is normal. Jesus said, by his stripes, you are what? Oh, really? Really? Some people even believe that sickness is part of the suffering you have to carry. <laughs> Ignorance must stop tonight. Oh. The prodigal son came to his senses in Luke 15, 17. Luke 15, 17, you know, he took everything he had and left. And before he realized, he became hungry. And hunger battered him. But the Bible says that when he came to his senses, he realized that in his father's house, there are plenty of food. Even servants will eat and have remained. Yet he was hungry and was looking for the food of pigs, and he cannot get it. Some of us have compromised. We have compromised too much. Finally, number three is some of us lack discipline. Number one, ignorance. Number two, compromised. 
Number three, some of us will lack discipline. Let me call it what it is because I'm standing on the altar of God. We are lazy. We are lazy. Jesus Christ said, these things does not come except through prayer and what? <laughs> I will see how you will pray tonight. You know, for you to tell the servant that is riding to come down, it's not going to be easy. Let me tell you. You know, the servant, if it is a sickness, I don't care what it is. You know? The, the sickness has settled, you know? And you already said something is settled. For you to command the sickness to go, it's not just going to be by silent prayer. I hope you know. I hope you know. The yes is very weak in coming now. If there is a robber and he has a gun and he's standing before you and you need to drive the robber away, you cannot be shaking hands with that robber. Do you shake hands with the robber? You must do something very drastic. So, when it comes to prayer, you need to pray as pray. Let me leave fasting, because if I talk about fasting now, many people will start to give me all kinds of reasons. <laughs> if Jesus Christ said, except through prayer and fasting, <laughs> there is no other root about it. Jesus Christ does not lie. He says it the way it is. I'm happy that the church has declared this year as a year of prayer. And we shall see results in the mighty name of Jesus. So getting back on the horse, the first thing we need to do is to reflect very quickly. Where did I miss it? If I'm supposed to be having dominion, if I'm supposed to be at a particular point, and I'm not there. How come did I miss it? We need to have that reflection. What did I do? Is it because of ignorance? Is it because of laziness? Or lack of discipline? Is it because of comprom compromise? I've compromised myself. Where did I miss it? As a Christian, maybe when you were born again before, you can pray three hours and it looks as, as if it's just 30 minutes. But today, you can't even do 10 minutes. Maybe before, you find time to study the Bible. You study and it looks as if heaven is just giving you revelation. But now... <laughs> Your Bible is full of dust. Thank God for mobile phone and iPad. No time of study. Where did I miss it? Or where am I supposed to be today? That's what we need to really reflect on. And indeed, you agree that we are not where you are supposed to be. Or you missed it somehow. Do I have the determination tonight to get back on the horse 
How many people are determined to get back on the earth? Praise God. <laughs> that means tonight is going to be firepower. <laughs> but I want you to rise on your feet. If you truly know that you are not where you are supposed to be, talk to God. This is the only silent prayer you will pray. If you know this is where I'm supposed to be, and I'm not there, or have I missed it somehow? Or have I been unfaithful? Have I been lazy? Have I been indisciplined? Have I, been, have I compromised somehow? Talk to God and say, God, please forgive me. I have compromised. I have lived in ignorance. But tonight, I want to get back. I want to get back. Talk to God. You need to settle down with God first. And say, Lord, tonight, I want to get back. If you feel like coming to the front, you can come. This is it's not me. If you feel like staying where you are. But the most important thing is to talk to God. Convince yourself that I am not where I am supposed to be. Spiritually, materially, in your family. Where are you supposed to be? Are you supposed to be the pastor? And you are still being pastored. What gift of the Spirit are you, are you manifesting? What gift? You, are supposed, you don't even, maybe you don't even have any gift. Maybe you, are, you can't even speak in tongues. You, you think the Holy Spirit is not real. You are struggling. You know. To be, to be trekking is you are making a progress that is slow. You can say, Lord, tonight, I don't want a slow progress any longer. I don't want a slow progress any longer. When you are on a horse, you are making effortless progress. Effortless progress with little effort. The horse, the Holy Spirit takes you further. Maybe you have been struggling in your Christian life. Talk to God. I don't want to struggle any longer. Enough of struggling. Enough. The Holy Spirit is there to help us in all things. Say, Lord, I reflect tonight. This is the foundation we need to set. If we don't set this foundation, we'll be fooling ourselves tonight. I don't want to struggle. Enough. 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 The Bible is clear. In Psalm 1, it said, Whatsoever you lay your hands on shall prosper. Do you prosper? Talk to God. That's what the Bible says. Bible can never lie. It said, It shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. And bring forth his fruit in his season. 
Have you missed seasons of fruitfulness? As a Christian, have you missed seasons? You know you have missed certain things. You can say, tonight, I recover all back. Help me tonight. Help me tonight. It's not about anyone. It's about you. It's not about me. It's about you and I. I don't want to miss any season anymore. Restore my fire. Restore my fire. Restore my fire. Tonight, restore my fire. Everything that draws me back, Father, take it away. Restore my fire. Restore my fire power. Restore. Have mercy upon me tonight. It will happen again. It will happen again. I can guarantee you. Tonight will be a night you will remember for a long time. Provided you are resolute. Tell God. Enough. I am completely open to you tonight. I need your mercy. Enough of servant riding. And I trekking. Never again, oh Lord. Never again. Never again. Never again. I need you tonight. Help me. Back, 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 back. Back to my original point, oh Lord. Locate me. I demand my glory back. I demand my peace back. I demand my health back. I demand my joy back. I demand my prosperity back. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. I restore my position. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let your amen sound very loud. Amen Amen means so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. That's better. Father Lord, we thank you tonight that you are starting this way with us. Blessed be your holy name. Lord, we have opened up to you. Lord, areas where we are struggling. Lord, whether by our ignorance or by our own willful way, whether by our unbelief or our indiscipline or laziness. Father, Lord, please have mercy in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, tonight, 
we will be back upon the horse. Like true kings to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Our joy back in the mighty name of Jesus. Our fire back in the mighty name of Jesus. Our peace back in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, any servant that has been riding before now, I decree and I declare by the power that is in the name of Jesus and by the anointing over my life, I unseat every such servant in the mighty name of Jesus. Be it sin or addiction, whatsoever it might be, be it any demon, any principality, I unseat you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Lord, we receive empowerment from you tonight. We will fight for that position. We will restore our position. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. God bless you. You can sit down. That's part one over. Let's give a hand to the Lord. You see, this part two <laughs> depends on how you can fight. You know, God can do what he will do, but God will not do what man is supposed to do. I repeat, God will do what he is supposed to do, but God will not do what man is supposed to do. So, God has empowered you. Have faith. But you need to exercise your faith. The kingdom of God suffered violence and the violent take care of it. Uh -huh. Particularly all those servants that are riding before, that have been used to riding, they will not come down easily. <laughs> you know the Bible is clear. It said, if you want to take a strong man's house, you first have to do what? Arrest him. Have you seen a policeman come to arrest somebody? You say, eh, you are under arrest. And he's smiling. Thank you, sir. Have you seen a policeman like that? He wants to arrest somebody and he comes into the house. Say, eh, eh, good afternoon. Eh, I want to tell you that you are under arrest. Have you seen any policeman like that? Uh -huh. So you know. I'm setting these references because I said earlier on, the only silent prayer you will pray is the one you prayed before. But this one is a prayer of arrest. Amen. The Bible says that he that call on the name of the Lord shall call on the name of the Lord shall be can you call that name? Some people are still sleeping. <laughs> He that calleth upon the name of the Lord shall be. Hey. Can you call that name? Jesus. We are waking up. Okay. That is call. But Psalm 1, Psalm 61, verse 1, talked about hear my cry. You know, a call is different from a cry. <laughs> a call is different from. When Peter started to walk on water. And suddenly, he started to sink. Did he call? Hello? Did he call? What did he do? 
exactly. So Psalm 61. We are going to read that psalm. Psalm 61. I hope you know the difference between call and cry. If you don't still know it, I will explain. Because this night is not a night of silence. It's not a silent, it's not a night of call. When you are calling on your mobile phone, hello, hello, that's a call. Eh? That's a psychedelic call. This night is a night of, God bless you, you get it. Psalm 61. We are starting second part now, so you know. Hear my cry, oh God, attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth, will I do what again? Will I do what again? Will I do what again? (laughs) When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me, a strong tower. (laughs) If you don't believe in enemies, you see it there. Those are servants. Your enemies are what? Your enemies are what? Your enemies are what? For I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert of thy wings. For thou, O God, hast heard my vows. Thou hast given me the heritage of those that you will receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. I say you will receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. So I don't need to waste too much time to tell you what is the difference between call and cry. Uh But for you, I repeat, for you to get those servants that are riding, that are taking your positions to come down, you need to cry tonight. Because the kingdom of God suffereth and the violent taketh it by force. Now, who do you cry that's the question. Who do you cry to? David was clear. He said he cried unto who? God, the Lord. He said the Lord. Call his name. Jesus. I say call his name. Jesus. Correct. So number one, that Lord is the Lord of hosts. That Lord is the Lord of hosts. You see, in 2 Kings chapter 6, 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 15 to 17, there was an interesting thing there. The army surrounded the prophet Elisha. The physical army surrounded them. But there's another army that encompassed all of them. But the servant of Elisha was worried, like many of us. When we see small situations, we, get, we panic. We panic. But tonight, you will understand the Lord of hosts in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. You will see the invisible in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. You know, the reason I said you will see the invisible is that the Bible is clear in Ephesians 6.12. It said, we fight not against flesh and blood, against principalities, 
and powers and rulers here of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. You know, for a long time, I, I, I had a very weak understanding of this until I saw very wicked people. Time will fail me. If you don't know, Daniel chapter 10, verse 13. Daniel chapter 10, verse 13. You know, Daniel was praying. And the principality withheld his prayer for how many days? That's wickedness. Anything that is holding your prayer. Tonight, your cry will break through. We're about to pray. So, you are going to be standing up and praying and standing up. I will be sharing and we'll be praying. <laughs> ah. You know, the point I'm making is that some of those servants, some of those enemies, they, are, they specialize in making a siege. That's a big English. They surround you. You may not see. <laughs> you don't see them. They can even be your closest friend. <laughs> they can be who? Because your firepower is so weak, so they can come close to you. They can be your closest friend. <laughs> but tonight, every siege of such enemies shall be destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus. There's another example of siege. Of a siege. In 2 Kings chapter 6, from 24 to 25, a whole city, a whole city can be surrounded. And the implication of this is that when there's a siege in a man's life, <laughs> there will be delay. You will experience what I call delay. For example, promotion. Somebody has laid siege. I will share a testimony with you. In Nigeria, a lady was going to go abroad. She was on a lower job group, but she was promoted. But somebody in the human resources department, for no reason, sat upon that letter. That's a siege. She will get more money if she gets that letter to go abroad. And she had to call me and say, please, sir, I don't know what to do. I heard that I've been promoted, but I don't have the letter. That one, you can imagine the anger in me. I said, really? Yeah. I didn't even pray. I physically went to the place. I said, bring this letter out. Wickedness. A promotion letter of somebody locked under, under somebody's drawer. If you are here, somebody has been sitting on what you are entitled to. That delay is over in the mighty name of Jesus. When there is a siege, it makes you to be tired. You are weary. In 2 Kings chapter 6, the play I told you, the people were tired and hungry. There was no food because the whole city Samaria was already surrounded. To the extent that mothers were killing their sons as food. Because, again, when you are surrounded, there's panic, fear, havoc. 
please rise on your feet. It's time to, it's time to cry now. You are going to say, I cry unto you, O Lord. Every siege of the enemy, let it be scattered tonight. Open your mouth. Every siege, wherever it is, wherever it is, every siege is a cry. Let every siege be scattered. Everywhere it is, oh Lord, anything that regards your people, let it be scattered in their home, in their career, wherever it is. Tonight, let it be scattered. Let it be scattered. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. That you are doing, you are warming up. Uh -huh. that's, that's what I expect. In Psalm 124 verse 7, Psalm 124 verse 7, you need to open this place now. We are still praying about that. <laughs> he said, the snare is broken and we are escaped. You will escape in Jesus' name. But let me explain that place. Listen to me, listen to me. A snare is like a trap. If you are from the village where, like me, you know, when you want to, you know, catch some, some really, you know, rats, you know, you set a trap. Is that also? And you put something in the trap. Is that also? That's the point I'm going. They know what attracts you. And they will put it as a bait that you cannot resist. Like Samson and Delilah. You cannot resist. That's why you are addicted to that thing. Every addiction from the pit of hell, I cancel in the mighty name of Jesus. Any snare, any evil snare that is holding your son, hold it. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. There is a son here that has been ensnared. I stand upon the word of God. I break that snare upon that boy in the mighty name of Jesus. Nonsense. Nonsense. You say, Lord, I cry tonight. Every snare, every evil snare be broken in the mighty name of Jesus. Cry unto God. Let every evil snare be broken. Be broken. Be broken. Every ambush, every ambush, every ambush, let it be broken. Whatsoever the snare debate might be, I destroy it in the mighty name of Jesus. Ah, be broken, be broken, be broken. I stand upon for that man. Every snare, that home. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I say in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Please, I want your amen to resound. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Better. 
they can set a siege, they can set a snare, but they can also do an ambush. They know where you pass. They know how you do it. Ah! Thank you, Jesus. That miscarriage is the last one you've had. Is the last one. Is the last one. They know when you get pregnant. So they wait. The Bible says in vain they, in vain they will wait. That's what the Bible says. God will make a bypass for you. I say God will make a bypass for you. Those people that are waiting for your downfall. Those people that are waiting for your downfall. So that they will laugh. God will give them sorrow for it. I'm in a warlike mode tonight. So don't mind what I do. Don't mind what I do. Because I just receive whatsoever I receive, I make a pronouncement. You are going to pray. Every ambush they make. Father, make a bypass for me. Any ambush. Make a bypass. Make a bypass. Any time. Maybe in the past or in the future. Make a bypass. Blinded. Make a bypass. They are waiting to laugh. Make a bypass. Make a bypass. Enough is enough. Ah! Give me the last laugh. Give me the last laugh. Give me the last laugh. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. You can sit down for a while again. You will laugh over them. I say you will laugh over them. Every gate that they have erected shall be lifted up. Who is this Lord that David cried unto? That's point number two. This Lord is the Almighty. Is the Almighty. Genesis, we know that place. Genesis 17 verse 1. Genesis 17 verse 1. That's when the first time that word came. And the Bible says, And the Lord appeared unto Abraham again and said, I am. Almighty God. Almighty God. Some of us don't believe. <laughs> Some of us don't believe. What does almighty mean? What does almighty mean? It means nothing is impossible for him. Maybe you have an impossible situation tonight. I say congratulations. But here, every impossibility becomes possible. Yeah. 
because we have the Almighty here. <laughs> Why is He Almighty? All power. <laughs> All power belongs to Him. <laughs> hey, Psalm 62, verse 11. Psalm 62, verse 11. He said, Once He has spoken, twice have I heard that power belongs to who? Not to that guy in your office. Forget it. Not to him. Power belongs to God. The Almighty. The Commander-in-Chief of heaven and earth. None can challenge him. None can query him. None. <laughs> In fact, Psalm 66, verse 3. That's where I'm going. Psalm 66, verse 3. He said, how terrible are thy works. He said, through the greatness of thy power, every enemy shall submit. So that enemy that has been riding shall submit tonight. Jesus Christ said it in Matthew 28, 18. 28, 18. He said, all power in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. And said, behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and upon scorpions and over any power of the enemy. I always boast. I always boast because I enjoy when I see the raw demonstration of God's power. I'm excited. I boast because I know who I believe. I can go on like this for one month when it comes to power. I'm a power person. Not in physical, but power in the spirit. <laughs> ah. Lord, will help me tonight. I pray that your faith will be strong tonight. Amen. So where you are seated, you won't stand up now. You need to pray. Say, God, please manifest your awesome power in my life. Manifest your power. The Bible says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Inside of you is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Enough. Manifest your awesome power. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Please sit down. The Holy Spirit asked me to explain something to you. And please listen carefully. When a child goes from year one, is that not what they call it now? He gets to year two, is that not so? He gets to year three, is that not so? He goes to year four, is that not so? That's what they call normal progression. Is that not so? But when a child jumps from year two to year four, 
What do you say about that child? Eh? Hello? What do, you, what do you think of that child? Genius! That is, there is something in that, inside that child that is not common to everybody. I go back to that same scripture we use in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. He said, ye are a chosen generation. So why are you behaving like a normal people? Why? Inside of you is a whole time bomb. Thank you, Jesus. Say, I should tell you. Do you know, when I get to any office, I lay hand upon the gate. I just decree. I said, no decision is made here. That is contrary to me. They will parabolate and parabolate. The Bible says, you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. Please, from, to, from tonight, go into your neighborhood, lay hands on people. It will only cost you, like Pastor Sheo said, prayer. I share another testimony with you. I used to work in The Hague, the headquarters of Shell, and I shared office with a Dutchman. I mean, with all due respect, a Dutchman is one of the difficult human beings that you can preach to. They told me, you're an African boy, your country is poor, so you can believe God. Say here, the country is not poor. We have welfare, we have everything, so why should we believe God? But one day, the Dutchman that I shared office came to the office with pain on his back in the morning. And I've been preaching to him before. And I said, John, his name is John, I said, John, let me pray with you. With this, your back. He said, oh, Nigerian. <laughs> ah. He said, I will be going to see the physiotherapist by lunchtime. I said, you are in pain now. This is 8 o'clock. 12 o'clock, you are in this pain. He said, okay, 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 okay. I grabbed him when he said, okay. I said, Lord Jesus, you promised. We will lay hand upon the sick and they shall recover. That's all I said. Heal John now. In Jesus' mighty name. He looked at me. After 30 minutes, he said, Sam, I still have the pain. <laughs> I didn't do it. I got up from my, from my chair. I went into the toilet, closed the toilet, sat upon the thing, and I said, Lord Jesus, I prayed in your name. It is not Sam. You have to do something to this guy now. Brethren, I came back to the offices. We were walking straight totally healed. The truth of it is he invited, his, he invited me to his house. His father, his mother, brothers, wife and children were ready to receive Christ. Amen. You have the power. Stop living like a, an ordinary citizen. You are a chosen generation. He said, you shall lay hands upon the sick and they shall recover. It is not your business. It is God's business. Who is this Lord? 
that David cried unto is known as El Shaddai. This Lord is known as El Shaddai. El Shaddai means God of all sufficiency. The God of all sufficiency. 2 Corinthians chapter, chapter 3 verse 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 5 says that we are not sufficient of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. You see, the reason you struggle with lack, I'm not talking prosperity now, because I know if I start preaching prosperity now, this whole place will go. I'm just talking about lack. Lack. There's so much lack. <laughs> and you say you believe God. And lack is riding, and you are trekking. <laughs> that has to stop in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank God. Look, let me paint a picture. This is the El Shaddai that fed 5,000 men, not counting the women, with three loaves of bread and five fishes. Excuse me, it's not communion. Hello? It's not holy communion. If the Bible says he fed them 5,000 men, excluding the women and children, with how many? Three loaves of bread and five fishes. And you see the wonder, 12 basket was remaining. Some of you believe in your job too much. Eh? Because that's why I said I don't want to go to that side of prosperity because people will, will get uncomfortable. We read that place in Malachi 3.10. He said, if we open the windows of heaven, <laughs> windows of heaven, do you understand what that means? And the only thing we do, he said, I will pour out A. He didn't say bless. He said A. Just one. And when he pauses, I say, your house will not contain it. I say, Lord, have mercy. Yeah. I, that's all I type into. A blessing from the windows of heaven. And believe me honestly, every of my, me, of my need has been met 100%. If you don't believe, how do you want to lend to nations if you have lack? If somebody comes to you now and says, can I borrow 50 real from you? You start calculating. And this text is correct. It's true. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So you are going to rise on your feet. We are going to pray with that text. Say, oh Lord. Oh Lord. Let the windows of heaven be opened unto me. Say, Lord, every of my work, over my work, over my business, let the windows of heaven be opened unto me. I can't hear the prayer now. It's a cry. It's going to a call. Let it be opened unto me. 
In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Now, the windows can be open. <laughs> Listen to me. I don't want you to get me wrong. You know, the window can be opened and the blessing may not get to the person. Because the Bible talked about the heaven of brass. When I saw that in the scripture, I was afraid. He said, the heaven of brass over someone. And I saw it physically one day, again in the Hague. Don't mind me. As I entered the bus, I was going for evangelism. A lady entered the bus. She looked so haggard. I wanted to, I got a restraint. And I said, Lord, what he said? He said, heaven, he said, there is a heaven of brass over her. There is nothing she will do. She won't pass that limit. Nothing. If everybody is getting blessed, she will not. I say, hey. She looks so haggard. May that not be your portion. Amen. <laughs> you walk like an elephant. You eat like an ant. Never. Never. You will make effortless progress. That's what I'm talking about. When you are on a horse, the horse carries you. Is that not so? You, can, you may love to trek if you want to lose weight and trek from here to Sib. But if you want to make progress, you want to make galloping progress, you can even go on eagle's wings. God will carry you. He will tell you, this is what you should do. I have seen people selling water and they are making millions. And God, as I was, this afternoon, God just said, share this testimony before you pray. Some of you that's working in PDO, we know you can go and check it out. When I got to PDO, they gave me a project on the field called Sadat in southern part of uh, Oman. That field was to be abandoned. So they gave it to me to just look at it and they abandoned it. <laughs> I did the work many times. I said, why would they give me abandoned project? I will do it and do it and do it. It just occurred to me. I said, ah, this same, hell shall die God. Heaven and earth belongs to him. He is the one that created the oil. He can find it there now. Listen, brethren. <laughs> I did that work. They drilled the 49th well. Became the best well. Go and check it out. Wait. I now told them that field, the field is bigger. There is a part of the field they have never seen before. But when I told them, they drove me out of the office. They now organize people to see. Well, they said they say the Nigerian is correct. I don't know whether the field is still kicking today. That was the only work I did in Oman. I got promotion severally. So when they are doing promotion, they will remember Sadat. They pass. You can make effortless progress. You are going to, this one is a decree. Every heaven of brass, let it be destroyed. Any heaven of brass that's not going to make my result to show, let it be destroyed. Every heaven of brass 
Let it be destroyed. Ah. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Somebody here was given a token. I don't know what that token is. Since the day you received that token, you have never been balanced financially. There is new good news for you. When we pray a prayer on consuming fire, you better pray. We are going to a consuming fire prayer soon. That token will be destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus. Open your Bibles to Osea. We are going to, it's a decree we want to make now. We are still talking about sufficiency. How can you serve a God that is El Shaddai and you are in lack? <laughs> Osea chapter 2, verses 21 and 22. Osea chapter 2, verses 21. And 22. I'll read it first. Then you will make your own decree. And it shall come to pass in that day. I will hear, said the Lord. I will hear the heavens. You see heavens again. Excuse me. Heavens, they have ears. Some of you don't know. That's why I say you should speak to that heaven of brass. Let it be destroyed. It's a decree. You don't patronize. I will hear the heavens. And the heavens shall hear the earth, and the earth shall bear corn, and the wine, and the oil, and they shall hear me, Sam. You put, that's where I said I should read first. You put your name there. Let me explain it to you. Hold it. Let me explain it to you. You see, other people can do certain business. Or they work in certain places and they run a loss. But this scripture says that that business, when you speak to it, it will yield for you. That's the earth. You are not a farmer now, but you go to work, you trek on the earth. And as you trek, he said, wherever the sole of your feet tread on, he has given unto you. So you will speak whatsoever it is the corn. The salary is the corn, bread. He said, give it us bread for the eater, seed for the sower. That's the corn. And oil is the fatness. Amen. I'm explaining it to you. You might not say, where is the oil? Where is the corn? You understand now? Yeah? He give it bread to the eater and seed to the... Uh, so corn is your salary, is your profit. Hallelujah. Amen. The oil is the benefit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you are going to read it and put your name towards the last part. Are we ready? You read it as a decree. You understand what I mean? A decree. You read it a decree. One to go. And the earth. Amen. They shall obey. 
they shall obey in the mighty name of Jesus. You can sit for a while. Somebody getting blessed? Number four. Number one was what? The Lord of hosts. Number two. The Almighty. Number three. Number four. If you are that person with a token, get ready. This Lord is a consuming. God bless you for knowing that. This Lord is a consuming. Anything that is not of God. In your body, in your home, in your place of work, shall be consumed by fire. Hebrews 12.29. Hebrews 12.29. And Deuteronomy 4.24. Deuteronomy 4.24. Clearly says that the Lord our God is a consuming fire. I like the second part. He said, he's also a jealous God. <laughs> you don't know what, if you don't know what to be jealous with, if you are married, ask your husband. Women are not jealous. Men. Hey. Jealous. That's where we got that quality from. Our God is what? He's jealous for you. So when you are suffering, he looks at you and says, how can this, my child, be this ignorant when I am a consuming fire? You just bring the fire into the situation. Ah. You know the prophet? He said, if I be the prophet in truth, let the fire from heaven come out. He consumed the army. Poop! Second group came. He said, if I be the prophet of God, let fire come. Boom! Consume them. The third one said, ah. Don't call fire down. But the Bible calls you prophet. Do you know the Bible calls you prophet? <laughs> That's why it says, touch not my anointed. Do my prophet no harm. How can somebody give you a token? And the token has been manipulating your finance. In fact, if I have my way, I will send that token back. And I will fortify that token five times. Amen. So that what they did to you, let it do five times to them. Amen. But tonight is the night of mercy. <laughs> I'm a very dangerous person. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Some people, you need the consuming fire to destroy the prison they have kept you. prison. The fire needs to enter the prison and destroy it. They tie people down. This enemy, these servants, you know when they get upon the horse, they don't, want, they don't want you to even get back there. So they tie it down. <laughs> I don't want to scare many of you. They would tie it down so that they can perpetually do what they are doing. I have seen a mother tie down the daughter before. Not allowing her to get married. I don't know why I said that. If there's anyone of such here, 
woman they better give allow you because tonight fire will enter into anywhere Amen. you know the story of the court that was tied yeah that court was tied that court that donkey cannot go beyond that rope is that not so so search yourself 10 years what have you got to show for it what have you got to show for it if you don't know you are tight, then you need a psychiatrist to open your eyes. Fifteen years, what have you gone to show for it? But today, every such hold up, the fire of God will destroy it. There is barrenness when a, a, a marriage. I mean, this is not Western world now. When they say, you see a man and a woman marry, and it's only in Europe. They say they don't want to have children. <laughs> Thank God. For, you bring forth your own kind. That's what the Bible says. Eh? Say your children shall surround your table as the olive surrounds you. Is that not so? So what has barrenness got to do with you? If there is any such person here tonight, I stand upon the word of God, barrenness disappear. Yeah. We have prayed about sickness, evil manipulation. I can go on that they use in tying people down. You know, there's a, there's a horrible example. In John chapter 5, John chapter 5, Verses 5 and 6. A man was by the pool for 38 years. Jesus is Lord. No promotion, no progress, no breakthrough. Tied down in one position. Believe me honestly, I have seen many like that. I have seen many like that. And if that be the situation, your waiting is over. Amen. Every barrenness, anything barrenness in this place, I decree and I declare, disappear in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. By the time you enter into next year, 2018 is your year. Is, this point now is a very violent point. So let me warn you. If you don't have something you need to untie, pray for me. Yeah? If you don't have anything to untie that you have been watching for long, maybe it's a business you have been thinking about and you, you kept thinking, you are not doing. <laughs> it's tied down. You need to move forward in some way. And it's been difficult. Fear has been holding you. You need to move forward. Fear. Fear has been holding you. You need your hands to be untied. You need your feet to be untied. Jesus Christ, when he got to the grace, he said, lose him and let him go. Anything that has tied you down, lose in the mighty name of Jesus.
Psalm 68, this is warfare prayer. He said, arise, O Lord, let your enemies be scattered. Psalm 68, verse 1, we always say it. He said, let them that hate you flee before you. For you to be free, some people need to run. I say some people need to run. And the only thing that will make them run is fire. You know that thing that, you know, they they call it moat. You know, when he sees, when he's playing with fire, he plays with gentle fire. But serious fire, if he flies across like this, he's roasted. (laughs) As smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax met before fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. But let the righteous be glad. I say your waiting is over. You will celebrate. Say let them rejoice before God. Yeah, let them exceedingly rejoice. If you are waiting, how can you rejoice? Please rise on your feet. This is warfare. I don't know what you have been toiling with for so long. Two years, three years, four years, five years. You are going to say, Lord, let your fire arise. Lose every hold up. Everything holding. Let it be set free. Let it be set free. Mention those things. It might be an idea. It might be an idea. Cry unto God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. There is a a specific situation. There is a specific situation. What you see is mountain. You don't see a path. (laughs) Congratulations. The Bible says you shall say to this mountain, be depart. Uh Anyone, you know, let me explain it to you. You are the one. I don't know who that person is. You have an idea. But before you know it, you will be thinking of a hundred reasons why that idea will not work. It's a mountain. 
from tonight, those mountains will skip. Psalm 114, verse 6. It said, the mountain will, will skip. It will skip. We skip. We skip. You will see a way out. I say you will see a way out. In the mighty name of Jesus. I'm rounding up now. Part two is about to is about to be over. Who is this Lord? Please sit down for a while. Who is this Lord? Number five is the Prince of Peace that David cried unto. Is the Prince of Peace. <laughs> The reason why so many of us cannot sleep is that there is Iraq war plus Syrian war plus where did they fight? Where are they fighting now? Or Yemen. Yemen. All inside of you. <laughs> but tonight, the Prince of Peace will take charge. Yeah. And he will say, be still. Every storm, that's what I'm talking about, storm. Of course, it is natural when you are going through a storm. You can dress very well, but you know that you are going through storm. <laughs> if a marriage is in trouble, any marriage that is going through storm, God, the Prince of Peace, will come in inside it in the mighty name of Jesus. I say Prince of Peace will come in in the mighty name of Jesus. Any storm, in any form, any storm, in any form, our Prince of Peace, when he says, peace be still, we come it, the storm must stop. In Mark 4, Mark chapter 4, verse 36 to 39, Mark chapter 4, verses 36 to 39, you know, the disciples of Jesus found themselves inside a storm. They found themselves inside a storm and the water was coming in. And they were, the painful thing is that they were throwing their own property over the board. That's what you do. You go from one, you know, uh, marriage counselor who cannot, who himself is the divorcee, is counseling you. <laughs> uh, you are asking a financial advisor who himself is broke. He cannot keep a balanced account. And you are asking finance advisor from him. <laughs> God will calm your storm in Jesus' name. Amen. I say God will calm your storm in Jesus' name. Amen. We know him as the Prince of Peace. No matter what storm, I don't care. I don't care what storm you are going through. Tonight... The storm is over. I want the choir to start coming. I want the choir to start coming, please. We are, we are going to the third part very, very soon. The third part very soon. Please, I come with the grace and unction of God Almighty. Mm.
not Praise. Pastor Sam. But the power Praise. that is in the name of Jesus. Praise. There is power in the name of Jesus. Praise. I don't feel offended. I don't even need to lay hands. I can just ask you to stand and I just pray. I don't even need to ask you because time is fast spent. I don't need to ask you. God knows. He is the omniscience. Hello? That man that was in John chapter 5, you remember? If you read it, John chapter 5, verse 6, Jesus knew he had been there for so long. The man did not even tell him. That was why Jesus went to him. That Jesus is in the house tonight. So I don't need to know. If you tell me all your problems from now till tomorrow, if I don't pray, if God doesn't answer, telling me for two hours, three hours does not solve the problem. Hello? Do you understand? Do you understand? What matters is that you come to the altar here and I will do it in one go as the Lord leads and we do it and we close. Are we clear? We are going to worship. That's the most important thing. We are going to do what? Uh-huh. Forget your problem or forget the problems. Just do what? Don't sleep. Oh. Worship. You can only sleep if you feel the impartation of God over you. You sit quietly or you lie down. Thank God there's a marble floor. You lie on the floor. But I'm not going to touch you. God has assured me he will touch everyone. So, Let's rise on our feet.
please listen to me. If you know you are struggling, toiling, but very little to show for it. You are toiling, very little to show for it. You have worked and worked and worked. Ten years, fifteen years. Please come. Please come. Quickly. How great is our
applications, you shall be making galloping progress. Every basket with holes is sealed in the mighty name of Jesus. Hmm. The earth will yield increase for you. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you. You can go to your seats. Let's give a hand to the Lord. Sickness, any form of sickness, any form, please come. You need healing bodily. Bodily. How great is our God. How great is our God. No.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. As you go to your seat, just check yourself. Check yourself as you go to your seat. Hallelujah. I'll take this last one. If you want to believe God for anything I have not mentioned, you can just come. I won't lay hands, but I will just pray. There is no simple prayer. There is no small prayer. But your faith is key. It shall be unto you according to your faith. Amen. I won't ask you, like I told you before. I will not ask you. But God, the only science God, knows. So if you are believing God for something, tonight is your night. So you are great, 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 Worship you today. We give up all the praise as we lift our hands to you. We play the ring in the heart. We raise our voice to say everything good, everything written about you is great. You are great.
You are great. You are great. You are great. You are great. You are great. You are great. You are great. You are great. You are great. You are great. Yes, you are. You are great. Worship you today. You are great. Worship you today. You are great. Everything written You deserve the glory of the Lord. Good. 
Father, we thank you. You are the omniscience God. Nothing is hidden. You know the secret thing in our hearts that your children are gathered in front here on the altar. Lord, no man can know, but you, O oh God, you know. Unto you they cry to. And Lord, with you, nothing shall be impossible. With you, nothing shall be impossible. Lord, please, Lord, where our faith fails, Father, help, have mercy. Lord, for your children that are in front here, don't, even the ones that are not in front, Father, Lord, answer speedily. Answer speedily. Answer speedily. Lord, intervene speedily. Lord, intervene speedily. Distance is no barrier. There is somebody here. That's the word is for you. Distance is no barrier. Distance is no barrier. Distance is no barrier. Thank you, everlasting Father. Blessed be your holy name. Lord, we rejoice. Lord, we rejoice. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. We can never thank you enough. We can never thank you enough. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. You can go back to your seats. You can go back to your seats. We are going to rejoice for just five minutes. I'll take my seat. We'll continue tomorrow by the grace of God. If the Lord doesn't come before that time. Hallelujah. But your life will never be the same. Amen. I say your life will never be the same. Amen. There is a warning I have for you. It's a warning, please. It's a warning. Two, two in one, when you start to ride again, you must decide never to come down. You must do what? Never again. You tell yourself, never, never again. Because if you come down a second time, God, but <laughs> never again. Don't second one is still the same. Don't take God for. Don't take God for. Don't take God for. All right, fire. We need to celebrate. Five minutes, and celebration means celebration. I know some people don't know how to dance. Boy, you yes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's go.
I'm sure you are blessed. I think we should continue. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. This is day one. Amen. And better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. Praise the Lord. Pastor is still with us today in the service and on Saturday. So make sure you don't miss any of those two services. Because anything can share it. Amen. I'm speaking in tongues now. So <laughs> anything can share it means anything can happen. Praise the Lord. But whatsoever the Lord does shall be forever. Whatever God has done in your life and my life, this vision shall be forever. Amen. You will remember the 23rd, 24th, 25th of November, 2017. The remaining days of your life. Amen. What will be happening in your family from today shall be congratulations. Amen. No more sorrow. No more sadness, no more sickness, no more disease, no more discomfort, no more frustration. The yoke is broken. Every snare is shattered. We have been liberated. The storm and the siege is over. In the name of Jesus. Well, why not? Let's stretch forth our hands. To the man of God and pray for him. Lord, thank you for bringing him. We know you still have many more things to deposit in us through him. Let the unction be stronger. As he comes in again later today, let the unction be stronger. As he comes in on Saturday, let the unction be stronger. Let TBOLF receive fire. Let this church move forward. Let your grace and glory come upon his life and ministry. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Praise the Lord. Well, today is Excellent Men's Day. I hope you are glad to hear that. Are you clapping for Jesus? <laughs> Praise the Lord. So none of the sisters are permitted to be on the altar. They are only permitted to be in the congregation. Uh, ministry to the Lord there. Only the brothers will be seen here tomorrow. Amen? So we are going to have the best of time. And then in the evening, well, we all know where we are heading. We are heading to Intercontinental to harass every devil and celebrate our victory. Amen? Amen. Whatsoever the Lord has done for us shall be permanent. In the name of Jesus. Now the Bible says something. I'd like us to take note of it. He says, after two days, will he revive us? And the third day, he will set us up and we shall live in his sight. So whatever looks like dying must come back to life. And it's coming back to life today. In the name of Jesus. So get set for another encounter with destiny. I am I'm going to tabernacle with God here so that um, until my case is settled. How many believe that their case is truly different this year? Uh -huh. You see, I've been shouting it that our case is different. You can see the way 2017 is ending. But watch, the best is here to come. The best is here to come. In the name of Jesus. So pastor is still with us. Nobody is permitted to disturb him. 
the man of God will go now in Jesus' name. And you also will go home and, <laughs> and prepare for the service. Praise God. As we go, the hand of the Lord rests upon us. His grace and mercy shall take us home safely. And bring us back to the service. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. In Jesus' precious name. Let's share the grace in fellowship. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. And the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely God's goodness and mercy shall follow us. All the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the presence of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. As we pray. The Lord will answer us. God bless you. Congratulate your neighbor. Your prayers are answered. Congratulate him with a smile. Your prayers are answered. Congratulate your neighbor. Amen.